Moriarty, the Patriot. There's something fascinating about the way that this story is unfolding. In no small part, that's due to the way that the other characters all view William Moriarty. That's really the focus of the second half of the third volume, a loose adaptation of The Hound of the Baskervilles, Conan Doyle's third Sherlock Holmes novel. The story develops both Fred and Lewis more than they have been previously, but more importantly, it looks at how both of those characters perceive William. Fred, when he discovers that the compatriots of the shipboard case's villain are still child hunting, isn't sure William will want to go after them because they've already done that mission. Lewis, meanwhile, is hurt that he isn't invited to participate in any of the cases and feels sidelined by his brother. Both, as it turns out, are misjudging the man who is already at risk of becoming his own legend. Will is much more compassionate than either of them gives him credit for. But because of the image of the infamous Lord of Crime he's so carefully crafted for the outside world. His adopted persona is beginning to overtake his truth even among the younger members of his family. But Will didn't just wake up one morning and start hating the aristocracy. It was a view shaped by his years of neglect as a street child and seeing their abuses firsthand. Yes, William did turn to crime young. But that hardly makes him the exception in a world where gangs of orphaned children banded together to survive. Just look at the counterexample of Holmes Baker Street Irregulars. Kids he's helping because they have so few alternatives. Those children are the lucky ones, and when Will was their age, he didn't have that chance. Who he is today is a reaction to that childhood. Something Fred is not aware of, and it's also influencing how he tries to keep Lewis safe, making sure the deeds of the Lord of Crime can't come back on him later on.